guys. Welcome to episode 20 of Concentrated, the podcast about all the stuff we find cool and interesting as nerds of color. I'm your host, Maria, and I'm here with my co-host, Eric. Hello. And Manira. Hi. So this week's show is one that may be a bit difficult and personal uh, for some of our listeners, as we'll be discussing toxic fandom. But before we get into that, it is time for Eric Does the News. I'm talking about news. All right. Um, I really only have two stories. Like one of the stories could be uh, a billion things because it's about the Disney D23 and Disney Plus. Um, it is coming November 12th. They have announced a gigantic amount of shows, including a new She-Hulk show, Miss Marvel, and Moon Knight shows that were previously unannounced. Not in, not to include the stuff they announced at um, Comic Con. So. There's a whole bunch of stuff coming. And um, it's still for twelve ninety nine, right? Still twelve ninety nine. It's launching uh November twelfth, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um so that that's the biggest news this week out I, of D twenty three. I have a question for you real quick on that. Um I feel like I read somewhere that there's been an order put in for Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Yeah, they haven't decided if it's gonna be on Disney Plus, but um it is they I believe they ordered it to series um based on a pilot produced by Lawrence Fishburne. Yay. Yeah, it's going to be a cartoon, which would be really cute. I, I enjoy Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Yay. Um, the bigger news out of this week, also involving Disney, um, apparently Spider-Man is no more at Disney. This in, is bullshit. In the MCU. Right now, it is not 100% confirmed, but it's like 95% confirmed. They're still in talks, but apparently somewhere along the line, Disney wanted more more of the 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 cash grab that is Spider-Man because the last Spider-Man Far From Home is still in theaters and has made over a billion dollars worldwide. Um, their their deal right now is that Sony gets 95% of that and Marvel Disney gets five. That's insane. Yeah, but it also goes like Sony finances the movies themselves. So if, if it was like where Disney financed the, financed the movie and got half the credits, then... It would be a different thing, but that's one of the things they wanted. They were like, "Hey, we'll split the cost. We just want to split the profit." Right. Sony apparently is, not, which I not feel like that. that's a fair. And I'm not like being a Disney apologist, but that feels like no. a fair deal. Yeah, and I believe uh, the rumor is that they were even went down to say we could do seventy thirty. Yeah. So, um, it is a lot. There, it's still unconfirmed completely, but. I don't know. It's sad for all the Spider-Man fans. Uh, I feel like it, it's basically like your parents got divorced and Tom Holland is the kid, you know, left in the wake of it. And we just, we just want what's best for Tom and oh, Spider-Man. Right. <laughs> well, that that and also my first hot take of the day. Fuck you, Sony. Fuck you right in your ass for messing up a beautiful thing. Yeah. I mean, it's greed on, on all sides, but like. Because <sighs> that's business. Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, it's, it is, but... It's business, but 95. now... 95.5, that doesn't no. seem like business. That does seem like Disney being raped a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, you have to... The, the biggest culprits here are the fact that, A, Venom came out, and it was Sony's fully 100% finance, 100% um, Sony original picture based on the Spider-Man universe, and it did way better than expected. Like, I believe it did $800 million worldwide, which is pretty damn good for a movie with no previous connection to Spider-Man. I mean... And Tom, then, Hard, I mean, Tom Hardy made us go. So. Yeah. 
I, I still hated it. I didn't think it was good. It was not good. It wasn't. Um, and then you have the success of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. They ended up winning an Oscar for it. Okay, that was really good. Everyone I'll loves it. Yeah, you yeah. can't find anyone that, that didn't like that movie unless they're racist. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, that's the other thing. So now Sony is hot shit. They're like, hey, we got these two hits. We're going to take our toys and go home. But they're... Still They're fuck not you, your Sony. Toys, really? Right. Like, yeah, they belong to Marvel. Put them back where they belong. Right. Yeah. And right. Then you just, can't. You can't take someone else's toys and no. say, "I'm going home." And yeah. then just make the money that you were making. Nope. It's by a, doing nothing. It's a big legal and greedy battle, and right now, no one is winning. No. And you know who loses besides poor Tom Holland? The Us. fans. Yeah. We cause, lose because right now it looks like Tom Holland is in contract to Sony, not to Disney. So yeah. if they make another Spider-Man movie, even if it's not connected to anything in the MCU. Tom Holland will play Spider-Man again, and right now there's a battle between them to get director John Watts to do another Spider-Man movie. Because they're still the writing it. Two. Yeah. Um, but I don't <sighs> know. Especially where Far From Home left off and the big spoilers that happened in that, it's kind of sad to see where this could go and where, you know, we're kind of all let down. Yeah. Oh, um, right. I almost forgot. Fuck Sony. Okay. I feel like you're going to have a chance to say that again in the grab bag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, so smaller news, the uh, the first trailer for the, well, a bunch of trailers dropped for different shows, but the biggest one by far out of D23 is the trailer for Jon Favreau's Star Wars series, The Mandalorian. Oh, oh is um, Jon Favreau directing that? Jon yes. Favreau, it's his show. Yeah. Oh. He is directing and writing, I believe it's six episodes of the show. Because um, it's a limited series, it's a, right? I, I don't know if it's going to be like I know the the smaller shows like the Loki show and the Winter Soldier and, and Falcon show are limited series. I think the Mandalorian is supposed to be an ongoing series. I don't know. Mm. Um, it would be cool to have an ongoing live action Star Wars series, especially with the budget they put behind it because it's they gave it Game of Thrones money. Yeah, and it looks it looks fantastic. Oh my gosh. Like they gave it Game of Thrones yeah, money. yeah, it yeah. looks amazing. And for all the other droid nerds. There is an IG model series that is doing all sorts of crazy shit, and it's voiced by Taikia Watiti. So, and Eric literally lost money. his shit mm-hmm. in yeah. my living room watching. <laughs> they're that getting all trailer. my money because it will be in 4K, and I can watch it. And yeah, I love me some IG models. They're <laughs> he, they're murder bots. He, it was it was a lot. There were people in other rooms of the house that had no idea what an IG model was, and I told them to shut the fuck up. The that's, Star Wars trailer's on. That's exactly how that went down. So family dinner was very interesting to say the least. That's not yeah. respectful. <laughs> nope. He gave zero fucks. No, I give no, zero he fucks. He did not care. Unless you're you're John Favreau or Takio Watiti and you're you're sitting here talking about IG models with me, you better shut up while Star Wars is on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly how that played out. Uh and that's the news. All right. No deaths? No deaths. I, I mean I'm pretty sure somebody died, but So you we, took a day off? Do we give a shit about them? It was D twenty three. Everybody was like, I gotta stay alive. <laughs> Something's gonna pop up. That's yeah. Okay. There'll probably be a death tomorrow, so All we'll right. get it next week. <laughs> yeah, promise to be continued on the deaths. All right. Um, so <laughs> the Grim Reaper was too sad. I, yeah, was like, I, I love just, Spider-Man. I'm trying to be serious oh. now so that we can move on, and I'm just watching Eric in oh, my mind. Well, I mean, if like you, if prepping you, deaths. Technically, for the next there there was a death. Uh, one of the Koch brothers died, and he's a shitbird who yeah. one of the one of the the Koch brothers. Koch brothers oh yeah. yeah, fuck him. Yeah, so fuck um, him. Well, okay, that's harsh. We nope, never no, want to. No, okay, it's not. yeah, no, no, I'm not gonna take it back. Fuck, fuck, him. fuck him. Fuck all of the things that he's done to ruin this planet. I hope he burns in hell if there's a hell. He's not wrong. Ooh. And that's the news. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The day is a little brighter. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Um, so, as we've shared in previous episodes, we all nerd out about different things, and throughout 
um, the years of our different fandoms and combined fandoms, because some of these fandoms have been together, some of them have been separate. Um, we've all encountered some nasty and ridiculous behaviors that extend well past gatekeeping, right? Um, obviously, we're talking about toxic fandom today, but before we get into kind of the four most notorious fandoms for toxicity at this time, where do you guys think that the problem stems from initially? Like, where, why? Where is this coming from? Why are we even here? Why do we even have to need to have this damn conversation? I think when people see themselves in any form of media and they may not have seen themselves in a very long time, they identify with it and then it becomes kind of unhealthy. Does that make sense? I think that does. I mean, I think that does, but I feel like that speaks for a smaller subset of each fandom. Mm -hmm. I think it speaks to just about every fandom. There is that one person, but like just randomly, like if it is a show about green fucking aliens, you're not a green fucking alien. So you can, you may be able to identify with some of the personality traits and things of that sort, but it is not you. So is that enough of a thing to say is a catalyst or is there more? Because I do think, like, when I think about when I think about Dragon Ball, right? E- even though I don't think that you have the level of toxicity in Dragon Ball fandom, I think there is in all fandom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I can definitely see that there are a lot of people for which characters on that show like, they can de- they can identify, they can connect with those people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that that's what then drives them to be assholes to everyone else like they just really really want you to love and like what they love and like so I think it happens for sure but I think that it's definitely more prevalent in some fandoms as one of the leading reasons than in others does that make sense Mm -hmm. what do you think it's it's a touchy subject like it's one of those things where like if a show comes out or a movie comes out and yeah you identify with it and it's something that you're a fan of and someone Say you meet another person at a, a like a comic con, mm-hmm. they're not a fan of it for some reason unbeknownst to you. But like them not liking it or them having honest, valid criticisms might offend you because that's that's yours. You feel like it's your show; it was made for you. Um, Misplaced ownership. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it it you know you can get possessive of something. You can you can love it more than it needs to. You can stand it as they will. Um, it's just hard to kind of pinpoint what causes it, but people people love things, and sometimes they love them too much. <laughs> I think that there's there's levels to it. Like, I think that Manira brought up a great point. I mean, obviously, we've talked about gatekeeping before, and I'm sure we'll talk about it more today. But I also think that, especially for some of the big ones, like the, the, the notorious ones, as we'll label them, there is a gender component. Mm -hmm. There is a race component. Mm -hmm. It's almost as if I identify, if I'm, you know, a middle-aged white man and I identify with Rick and Morty because I think I'm Rick when I'm really Morty, Mm. um, it's going to be very, very easy for me if I am predisposed to being that type of fan to then be like, you know, shut up, 
Latina woman or shut up black woman. You know, this isn't for you. You don't understand it. This is above your head, blah, blah, blah. Or like, yeah, you're an idiot because you don't get it. Yeah. Right. Right. It, or heaven forbid, at some point they do something where they switch it up. And and if like it, when you had the Senator of Rick's, if you would have had like some, a lady Rick, a lady Rick or a black Rick. Yeah. I think that these fanboys would have lost their on, was yeah. there one. Yeah, there was one. There was also like a fish man Rick. There was yeah. a couple of different dimensions. But at no point, I don't believe there was a lady Rick. Right. They, they would have lost their shit. And it's like it, it goes even beyond just. I identify with it, but also if you don't look like me mm. and and I identify with it because it's for me, then fuck you. Yeah, as yeah. established fandoms in general get it even worse. Like, say Star Wars is a big one. I get we'll get more into that, but like even one of the not smaller ones is still pretty big. But like, look at Doctor Who. Yeah. Oof, let's not. Doctor Who has for those who don't know, Doctor Who has been on air for more than fifty years mm-hmm. at various points. You know, it might take a couple years break. But the first 13 doctors were all dudes, white men. Yeah. Um, and then when the, the current doctor, uh, number 14, came out, they switched it up. They were like, hey, we have a woman. Still a white person, but still at least a woman. Yeah. People lost their shit. Before it was even announced and people yeah. were speculating that it might be a woman. And they've been saying it for yeah. years. Ever since they brought back Doctor Who in 2005 with the ninth doctor, people were like, well, Maybe we should make the doctor mm-hmm. black or make the doctor a woman. And people were like, no, get out of here. That's stupid. The doctor is a white man. Right. It's because, not true to the character. Yeah, it's not true to the character who is from Gallifrey, who is a, where is, is a, who's planet a fucking the, alien. Yeah, and he is an alien that regenerates. <laughs> yeah. And then people got into it more when um, during one of the last seasons for the 12th doctor, who is uh, Peter Capaldi. Um, he goes to Gallifrey and he shoots another Gallifreyan and, and when he regenerates, when the person he shots regenerates, they re- go from an old white man to a young black woman. And that kind of put the nail in the coffin that like, yeah. A, they can regenerate as another sex, but B, they can regenerate as another race. Right. Because um, again, they're fucking they aliens. They are aliens. They are made up sci-fi aliens. <sighs> but apparently you can only be a white man and if you're, you're the alien. smartest person in the universe. Yeah. And, and I think that the thing with... Who specifically? So, like, it, most of our listeners don't know this. Uh, Manira and Eric are huge Whovians. Whovians. That is the term. <laughs> I am not a Whovian yet. Yeah. Um, but they, after years of Eric kind of um, slowly wearing me down and then Manira joining the fray of wearing me down. Watch Doctor Who. I, watch, watch. <laughs> I started with the 14th Doctor and well, I the, love her. Mm-hmm. 13th. Well, 13th yeah. Doctor. I'm sorry. Now that, yeah, I was incorrect. I yeah. was, uh, She's I a 13th Doctor. I forgot that one counts. Yeah. Um, and I love her. And one of the things that I loved about the first couple of episodes was that they made no, no mints about the idea that normally the Doctor regenerates as a man. That was and my favorite so, thing. you know, she, the Doctor had to adjust to being in this new body that was foreign yeah. to, to him because he had always regenerated as a man yeah. and now he was regenerating as a woman and I thought it was beautifully done because it was a great way to kind of like change the lore mm-hmm. and show that again they're fucking aliens so but it also opens up Doctor Who to a whole new exactly group. like there are a lot of female Doctor Who fans and it's not just because the Doctor has been predominantly well it's been male but like they've gone from old guys to young guys like I think the youngest Doctor has been Matt Smith my mm-hmm. Doctor yeah and uh, you can ask any Doctor any Doctor Who fan like they'll tell you who their Doctor is mm-hmm 
and usually that's the person who like they started watching Doctor Who with right and someone will go back yeah sorry <laughs> some of them you know I, I started with Chris Eccleton who was the ninth doctor but I, I identified David Tennant as my doctor yes or Peter know. Capaldi I love me some Capaldi yeah but not more than Tennant like, yeah. like if they were both drowning and you could only save one doctor we know who's going to drown uh, it'd be Capaldi Do, really Capaldi my mom's would. coming after Capaldi so you can get you, you can, can get, get Tennant, Tennant. <laughs> yeah I love me some Capaldi I love me a grumpy doctor yeah so so it was one of those things that to that point like calm down white men it's okay no and even then like you can look on facebook right now and any doctor who posted they put with uh jody whitaker who is the 13th doctor there's gonna be at least 10 guys on there who are like oh well now the doctor's so pc that was the other mm-hmm. thing when they brought her on for this season a lot of people complained that the doctor was too too much of a social justice warrior mm-hmm. because now instead of it being a white doctor and a white companion and for those who don't know every season the doctor has a companion every doctor has a companion which is basically just a normal person that comes on his adventures with him um, this season, uh, her companions are a young black male and a Middle Eastern woman, mm-hmm. and um, and, and his Graham, dad, who is, is yeah, who is an old white guy, an old white uh, white guy who is his stepdad, actually, or his uh, what is his grandfather, uncle. yeah, grandfather. step grandfather, yeah. Well, no, it's just his grand because he said so. Yeah, I know, I know, it's so touching. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's the other thing. Like, yeah, people were complaining because oh, well, now they have to fix everything and it's got to be socially correct and like. Watch Doctor Who. The people complaining about Doctor Who apparently have never gotten the point of Doctor Who. Because every past season has been about creating some type of social injustice, even if it's on an alien planet. Right. Just because there's racism on Mars doesn't mean there's not racism on Earth. Right. Well, and I think that for... Yeah, and the time racist, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I forgot about time racist. I think that, that the thing is... That one came out of nowhere, because he was like, oh, yeah, it's 50s. I'm, it's, I'm looking like John Travolta. Also, I hate black people. Yep, like, and oh, I'm going to slap the hell oh, out God. of that black guy. <laughs> yeah, he, so good. he came back, and he's like, I'm going to stop Rosa Parks. Like, yes. Oh, you're racist. I'm going to put you back where you belong. What? Yeah. Ooh. <sighs> Watch Doctor don't, Who. Don't go back to 1950s Alabama. No. <laughs> you will get slapped. But I think that it just goes to that bigger point that sci-fi at its core should be for everyone. Pretty much. All yeah. of these fandoms should be for everyone. And this idea um, that certain groups have, and fuck it, I'm just going to pick on some people right now. White men, okay, yep. Because I, I feel like there there is toxicity in other groups. Let's not act Definitely. like there isn't. Yeah. But no one has mastered it. Well, they've they they've been catered to the longest. Yeah. Yeah. And their fragile little egos cannot deal with the idea or the concept that the sci-fi world is bigger than them. Yes, there are aliens on other planets that aren't all fucking white men. Like, they could be a humanoid that doesn't look like you. It's not the end of the goddamn world. It comes down to the fact that they don't want to be the side character. They don't want to be the side character now. They've been the hero for 100 years of, of, you know, television. And now, every now and again, they're getting pushed to the side as the buddy or the sidekick. You guys can be the sidekick for a little while. Everyone else has been the sidekick since the dawn of fucking media. Well, and also, just because you're on the sidekick on the screen doesn't mean that you're not still the financial hero in life. Because, let's face it, the system is catered to you in every single way. So, You, You know who didn't get any persecution in that episode of Doctor Who where they go back to the 50s? The doctor, who was a white woman. Right. 
Whereas and Graham, and Graham who and was Graham. an old white man, everyone else on that episode yeah. the, was the, treated poorly. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, um, what's the 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 girl's name? Um, no, I haven't watched it in a while. It's it been a while. Been I, yeah, yeah, but they like were. They thought she was Mexican. They thought she was yes. Mexican. Yeah, she she's, she's like, like Pakistani. He's like, yep, yep, yeah. In the fifties, America, she's Mexican. Yeah, they got persecuted. They couldn't barely leave their hotel room. Well, yeah. she could sit in the front of the uh, bus because Mexican at that time was better than being black. Yeah. So she could sit at the front of the um, bus, but gosh, what Ryan? Ryan couldn't. What yeah. is her name? It's something really cute, and I can't remember Ryan. it. Well, listen, while you guys work that out, I think that, that the, getting to the point of it, the crux of the, of the issue is, is that, you know, as you're starting to look at where diversity, yes, yes. yes that's it, um, where you're starting to look at ways where creators are saying, I can make this more diverse, I can make this more inclusive, Yep. Um, the pushback that they're getting from certain fan bases is ridiculous and i want to touch on this because there i came i came for for our 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 white male uh fans but they're not the only ones because i know black male fans that get upset when the purity of the character has been doctored because we're trying to be pc i have literally you mean the capers where they put on their capes and save white people's feelings yes yeah. Wow. Capers. I, I thought she meant like a Scooby Doo. No, <laughs> no, she's giving them names. No, yeah, Don't no, be a cape. damn caper. Guess yeah. who's under that? that Captain mask? Save It's a racist white man. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, so they are. It's not, they're not Captain. A, they're not I don't Captain have Save a hose. problem with it. Or why do you all have a problem with it? I feel like it should be the original. Why yeah. do we have to cater to everyone? Why is Johnny Storm got to be black? Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So uh, so I think that, you know, you have the the, the group A, which we're just going to start with white male. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have group A white male who has a problem with the idea of anything being anything other than what they want it to be. Yeah. And then you have group B, which is white female who has a problem with the representation of women. Right. But only white women, because apparently intersectional feminism doesn't work. And so they are only feminist when it comes to, you know, a woman in a movie to to white women and um, and cisgendered white women, because they are also transphobic most of the time. Exactly. Exactly. You can't be a trans exclusionary radical feminist. Right. Right. A a turf. So you have that going on. And then you have our capers. But it's true. And then yeah. you have our capers who, you know, whether it's that they really believe what they're saying in that, well, it, we should just not change it and it should just be this thing. Why is Captain America got to be black now? Ugh. Hmm. <sighs> Why can't he just stay the Falcon? Why does he have to take the name? Right. right. And, and they just also, did you see? I think he is the Falcon. He will never be Captain America. I I'm sad about that, but I'm, I, I'm uh, not. But I'm but but I feel like it's only because on, I don't like him. It's not anything against. Anthony I don't Mackie like Mackie is our Captain America. Yeah. I don't no, no, like no. Anthony. Mackie. I, I don't like, like Falcon, and I don't like Anthony Mackie. So the combination of the two is just like meh. So that's nothing. Like if if it was anybody else, I I wouldn't care. It's no. just I don't like him. Cyber, I, I, why don't you like Falcon? Yeah, why don't you like Falcon? I don't think we've ever asked this. 
I don't think I can put it into words. Okay. Do you know, how, have you ever had that feeling like you walk into somewhere and you see somebody and there's just something about their face that you don't like? You is mean it racism? He looks a bit, is it because he looks a bit like a bug and a roach? Well, the bug, a bug is the same thing as a roach, Yikes. but he does. Well, no, they are actually in two different, never mind. And it, yes, mm-hmm. that, and I don't know if that's part of it, but there's just something about his vibe and his face that mm-hmm. I don't like. And it's not that I don't like him just as Falcon. I just don't like him as an actor. I think for me, I get what I know what you're saying, but for me, he does turn off because I I don't like Anthony Mackie, but I will support him. I enjoy Falcon because I got his demeanor of he's a fan of Cap and he lived his life the way that yeah. Cap did. He just didn't get the serum. Much yeah. like Bucky, but Yeah, but see, but Bucky. I think that that's writing. I don't think that's him as an actor. So I so I I don't like I like the way that Falcon was written. Mm-hmm. I don't like Falcon's like story in general. Really? I don't because I just feel like it's like fake Captain America. So, oh. so that's the thing. Well, like, I, I would say the MCU Falcon. You're getting more of the the revamp Falcon. Go back to the '60s and the '70s Falcon. His backstory is way different and very weird and very problematic. You can tell it's a it's a, a result of the time and the people <sighs> writing it. Okay. So you think this this is way AKA better. AKA white men. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So so that said, I will definitely not do that cuz then I'll probably hate him even <laughs> yeah. more. Google the the um, 70s Falcon. But yeah, he's just he's just not my jam. That's yeah. it. It's it's nothing super one way or another. Um so like I don't have strong feelings about the fact that they're not making him Captain America. Um I will say that if like if you see the way that Avengers Endgame ended, Cap's intention was for him to be Captain America and they yeah. should have honored that moving forward but that's an aside well no um, I, as I was saying I think the whole point of that being when they do the show like they, they've already cast US Agent who in the comics US Agent is kind of the stand in Captain America when Captain America was missing um, I feel like US Agent will end up as he did in the comic kind of being the bad guy and then um, Falcon will eventually take the title yeah. of Captain America I mean either way meh but you know, getting back that's your, to that's it, your opinion. Yeah, as long <laughs> yeah. as it's not yeah, because yeah, yeah, no, no, for sure. Yeah, it's, as long it as it's has, not because I don't like Falcon because he's black. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I, I, I think that there are very few characters for me um, that have to stay the race that they are. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, T'Challa being a white man wouldn't make <laughs> a whole lot of sense. <laughs> no what? Is uh, that, <laughs> just saying as she sips her tea <laughs> um <clears throat> no i i remember the the call when black panther came out and people were like oh well if it was called white panther you guys would be saying we're racist yes. he's from africa right. the animal is called a black panther because there are there are different types because of panthers. they are black well but but there are also not a, different yeah it's not species like he's a spotted panthers. panther or yeah. right so no. yeah um but but i think that that you know for what I've seen in the toxic fandom that I've experienced, there is a lot that is really race and gender based. Yeah, race and sexism in toxic fandom, they, they go hand I, I feel in like hand. they go, yeah, like that's they the perfect They are the peanut marriage. butter chocolate jelly, of yeah. racism and toxicity. Absolutely. And then you get into the much more mild, which is insane that I'm even saying that, gatekeeping. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that, that's the order. It's like at its worst, it's always racist. And then it's also sexist. Yep. 
Oh, and then, well, you're just not good enough to be a fan of the show because you don't, or this thing because you don't like it the way that I like it. Yeah. And I think like that. It's, it's very prevalent in like cosplay as well when people. Oh, it's like, horrible in cosplay. One of the things I loved about going to BlurredCon was like there was no judgment on yeah. how someone looked. If someone wanted to cosplay Rogue and they were a bigger girl, they did that shit and they owned it. Yep. Yeah. But you go to some of the bigger cosplays, like the bigger, like Dragon Con in Atlanta is probably the biggest cosplay focused uh, convention. That's where you get the professionals and the guys yeah. that like they put a whole year into their costume. But like when you see the comments on people if they somebody takes pictures and uploads them, you know, oh, she's too fat to wear that. Oh, Captain America's not black. You know, yeah. it's just the most toxic shit from keyboard cowboys that, you know, have never met these people, don't know their love of the fandom or why they did it. Or especially like a female who is in the proper shape. Oh, and you know, looks just like a comic accurate version of the character. They'll say that she's doing it just for you know she she's not a real fan. She's just doing it to to get likes and because you know because she's sexy. Mm-hmm. Like that's a real big one. Yeah, like I, almost, unless, I almost forgot about unless that you one. like yeah you'll see guys that, unless they can go up to her and be like oh well well you're cosplaying as Rogue well tell me Rogue's real origin right now if you don't then you're just a whore. That happens a lot. <laughs> <sighs> And it, it's funny that you say that, like I'm sitting here cringing, but like it, it happens on even a smaller scale. Like as a female fan, as a, as a cisgendered woman who is like these things since I was very young, I cannot tell you how many times I have had to justify that I know enough to be a fan about it. I mean, even kind of stepping outside of the world of the stuff we normal t- normally talk about, um, I'm a huge UFC fan, huge UFC fan. And um, a couple years ago, Jose and I went. Jose, do guys just stop you and go, oh, so you like the lady fighters? Well, no, no, no. So get this. When we went to, we actually went to International Fight Week. And of course, there were lots of lines everywhere to meet fighters. And we were just randomly having some conversations in line. And when the conversations would start, it would always be a guy who would go to my husband and start chatting. And then when I would chime in and I actually had an opinion that wasn't just, I like when they punch each other, it would be like, oh, okay. And then we would have a conversation. And I had multiple men, white men mostly, but some black men too, be like, oh, well, you you know a lot about fights like you know a lot about the UFC yeah bitch I'm here because I love UFC like I'm not just here because he's here like for for the assumption to be that because I am a woman and I am here with my husband that I'm just tagging along is offensive and I shouldn't have to go into you know the, the when when freaking um um, BJ Penn like licked Sean Shirk's blood off of his gloves to let you, which actually one of my favorite UFC moments of all time. But I shouldn't have to like go that far back to show you that I'm a real fan and that I know what I'm talking about. How about I'm here and I'm appreciating it the way you are? Shut the fuck up and let me live my life. Nope. You know? Well, no, you can't do that. Of That's cute. Ronda Rousey's not here. Is right. that what right. you're here for? <laughs> right. Why are you here? Right. I mean, listen, I was there for my girl, Vanity Shevchenko, but that's all. Still, still. I mean, I was also there. Like, I met BJ Penn and completely lost my shit and was almost in tears. Like, it, it's just ridiculous. And it happens to, to women, especially. Um, anytime we show interest in something that, for whatever reason, fanboys believe that we shouldn't like. 
Yeah, and it, it's a double-edged sword because if you get into something like, say, you're an Iron Man fan, oh, well, you must like the new Iron Man, Riri Williams. Um, if you're into something, uh, like, you can't like the things that guys like, but then when you like the things that are designed and written by women, like, say, you also like Twilight, mm-hmm. well, then you're stupid because you like Twilight, and that's, you know, guys don't like that. It, it, it's a double-edged sword, and I like Twilight. Yeah, I, I love the books, actually. The movies? I watched all the movies. They're terrible. Don't, don't but look I over here it. at me. You know I don't like Twilight. <laughs> they're terribly amazing. They're, they're great bad movies. But, but like, the, I didn't have to watch them. The books were really good. I like the books. I was in a place in my life where they were exactly what I needed to read. And you guys were them. reading Twilight. I was reading True Blood. I like True Blood. Oh, see, I never read True Blood. Ooh, but good. I love the show. She's a really good author. Yeah. Yeah, but again, people would expect you as a woman to enjoy True Blood, whereas if you were like, oh, well, I'm reading Dune, they'd be like, well, why? Is your boyfriend into Dune? I don't think so. Yeah. No, he, he's, he's not. He's not. <laughs> we, we can confirm that for no, you. I don't think he's he is. not. He would read True Blood before he read Dune. He yes. would not read anything because I've tried to get him to well, read yeah, he, it. That's he also facts. He doesn't read. No. You might want to look into that. I don't think he can. No, he, <laughs> that is Stop. not nice. Please don't slander you, him like that. You are being a toxic fan right yeah. now. Don't do no, that. No, I'm not being a toxic fan. I just think my brother is dumb. He would do <laughs> audiobooks before he would read. I read. I, I do a lot of audiobooks. Okay, yeah. we're going to bring this back because what y'all not about to do No, I think he would do beat up on my bro. I will. You do no, it all the time. no, you stop it. You do it all the time. Yeah, but not on the mic. I no. see. Okay, I don't. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> don't do this. Clearly, I have more courage than you because I'm a man. What? I'm a straight oh, right, male man. Right, you're, you're a cisgender. I'm, Is that I'm you I'm bringing a, it back? I'm a smart man, the kind of man that built the Eiffel Tower out of metal and brawn. Oh my! You're just God. a woman, a woman with a brain a tenth the size of mine. <laughs> it's science. It's science. You wouldn't get it. Thanks oh. for bringing it back for us. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, y'all, subscribe to the Ron Burgundy podcast. <laughs> Coming soon. All right. So it's already out. Is it, it? Yeah. So, listen, I, we've kind of danced around them, but while every fandom has the potential to experience toxicity, there are definitely four to me that really, really stick out. So I want to talk about them. Okay. Um, I think we should start with the biggest elephant in the fucking room, which is Star Wars. Oof. <sighs> it's tough, especially for me being a lifelong Star Wars fan. I know, and I've, I'm probably guilty of it myself, that I have, I have gate-kept when it came to Star Wars. Yeah? As a younger, dumbass man. So, like, like, do you remember what happened? Or, like, can you give an example? Because no, but I think I, that's I'm, very honest of you to be... I'm more than certain at some point in my life, someone has come to me and said they were a Star Wars fan, and I've quizzed them on the spot. And then if they didn't know my answers, would be like, Pfft. Well, you're fucking stupid. You clearly are just in it because it's popular right now. You fucking idiot. Get out of here. Wow. I'm not above saying that I've probably been toxic in my life. I think uh, I think that's fair to say. I think everyone has. If yeah. you yeah. love something. If yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I, I've definitely, like, I will share my toxic story when we get to that fandom. Yeah, uh, no. Mine was not with Star Wars. I can tell you that. No, like, I, I, I love Star fact, Wars, it, but I've never, that's I don't growth. feel like I've been. If yeah. you can if you can point you can it out it, and yeah. say that you've done it and know that you're wrong for it and you try not to do it anymore, cause that's growth. Yeah. I, I think that, th- I think that the one. Don't, don't come for me, y'all. Don't cancel me. <laughs> I love Star Wars. (laughs) I I think that the one place with Star Wars that I can speak that I think a lot of people are engaging in baby toxic behavior and don't even realize it is when they meet someone that hasn't watched or isn't 
into Star Wars and it's like, oh my God, you've never dot, dot, dot. And it's it's a very real thing within us as a group, right? Because, you know, Manera is you guys, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know, she's she enjoys and has seen the newer Star Wars movies, but she's never seen the originals or those, you know, almost must not be named prequels that were... Ugh. I enjoy some of the prequels. I enjoyed three. I don't. I don't think we needed them, but we I did. enjoyed we parts didn't. of them. But I like, love you and McGregor. But you know, <laughs> I did too. Did, did you hear the rumor that he may be? No, no, it's not, not a rumor. It's he confirmed. confirmed it they confirmed it. See yep. the video? No. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, he came yeah. on stage last night and asked if he could play uh, Obi Wan again, and they were like, "Yep." And oh my so God. we it have was, an Obi-Wan. Everyone lost it. Yes. It was really cute. I would have looked cried. super happy. He's, he's looking cried. more like Alec Guinness every day. So <sighs> it's perfect. I love it. I love it so much. He looks very happy. I'm very um, happy with that. But, you know, in that, like, Muneeri, and I'm sure you can speak to it, like when people ask you and you're like, no, it's almost like you just told them that you like to drown puppies. And I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but just the what's your What's your beef with that puppy? <laughs> He looked at me funny, obviously. Right. <laughs> you know, and it's it's one of those things where people, I think, in that instance, really aren't trying to be toxic. It's just because for them as fans, it, you know, when people think sci-fi, the, the two big names Star always Wars come Star up. Trek. Right? I think a lot of people with good meaning want you to experience what they experience so that maybe you have that same joy. Yeah, I the fandom's real toxic. I didn't want to deal with it. I didn't tell anybody I'd watched it that I haven't watched it uh, until I thought it was a safe space and it wasn't. <laughs> it was still a safe space. All right, I was Shut just it. like nobody, like nobody in my life knew. I mean, my yeah. parents knew. I think I think know, it was but, a safe space. I think it was more so that people were just shocked because I've been to see the other ones with you. Right, yeah. right, yeah. right. And most people who aren't into something just aren't into it. So it was most like, people don't pick up from part seven. Right. Well, you know why I did. Because Young Mogus. John Boyega, Young, yeah. Young yeah. Mose, yeah. but he saved, he saved the block. Now he's going to save the universe. But even yeah. with that, the actress that played Rose, yeah, like the amount Whoa. of horribleness that she has experienced. And I will tell you, I almost didn't see any more of them. Like after that, after that, yeah, yeah that hurt my feelings as a woman and as a fan of these new ones. Yeah. Yep. Because there was, she did nothing, nothing. and no. I repeat, nothing, nothing wrong, nothing for the fan base to treat her the way that they. And did. even then, it's not like she wrote the fucking movie, right? right. She's she, acting. She yeah. played the part, and the thing that really got me—the only thing wrong that she did in that movie was that haircut. That is not even. That is and not that's even not, something that's not that her she decision. That's not her, though. Her, that's costume. Her, her character designer. That's that's. They should get the brunt of that fan shame. Yeah, but I mean, but the thing about it for me that was really, really difficult in seeing the backlash with her. Um, is that I say, I say that because she's a beautiful woman and that haircut makes yeah, her no, look she, like a she toddler. Oh, here we go. Cleaning it up. Go ahead no, clean it, it up. It makes her look like a toddler who you left with scissors and they cut their own hair. <laughs> you clean it right up, sir. It was a really bad. I want to beat you up for it, but it really was a bad yeah. haircut. Um, but the thing about it was for me that in looking at the movie, mm-hmm. was it a role that was necessary to move the movie along or the story along? Not for me, but I love seeing right, her. Right, right. It, it wasn't, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And and at that, it wasn't at that time. 
But that doesn't mean that she's not going to play a part right. in the yeah, last movie. Yeah, I was going to say. It, so it's. It, it could be along the same. Like people people didn't complain about Lando Calrissian who came in in the second movie. Had like 15 minutes of screen time and then came back in the third. Right. Right. Like, like people play roles in these trilogies and series that we don't think about. Because so, it's a series. Yeah. Because it's a series. It is so, a series so of movies. So as a casual fan. I could have watched that and been like, okay, well, I don't understand what her point was, but that's not what the problem, the, the problem no. that people had. Yep. And I feel like if, if that is your issue, then it's not an issue with the actress. It's an issue with the director and the writer for, for writing this role in. Yeah. They attacked her as a person. She's fat. She's ugly. She's this. She's that. Like, what? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why was this necessary? And also, again, these are all fucking aliens. Yep. None yeah. of these people are from Earth. So no. the fact that they have humanoid forms is great, but technically they're goddamn aliens. Yeah. So who are we to say this person should look this way or this person should look that way? I mean, I remember some of the toxicity that came out when we first saw um, Ray in costume. Yeah. And, and the fact it that continues people, to this day. People yeah. were so upset that she had clothes on. Like, yeah. what? What is wrong with you? Well... You know, she's got to be sexy. She's a yeah. lady. She can't dress like a person who lives on a fucking desert planet. Nope. How dare you? Who has no money whatsoever. Yeah. How <laughs> dare you wear breathable fabrics and cover your face so you don't die of sand inhalation? Or or, or how dare you have a vagina? Because heaven forbid yeah. that the main how character. How dare you be a listen, hero be, with a vagina? Have, have a vagina. Because apparently you can't be a badass if you have periods once a week. I'm amazed every time she does it. Like. What's going on? She doesn't have a dick. She clearly can't swing a lightsaber properly. How could she fly the Millennium Falcon? Right, right. It's, it's a penis hiding somewhere. <laughs> Everyone knows that's how you turn it on. You got to put your dick in the hole and turn it. That's how you started the Millennium Falcon. Obviously. Like, this is yeah. how Star Wars fans act. And it makes me so sad because it is such a beautiful story of understanding the light and the dark and the fucking gray. Because everything doesn't, nothing in life is just one or the other. And like to have this thing that I grew up with and loved and, and, and have watched it evolved beautifully into these other things. Like the cartoons are amazing. And the new movies, I've liked them all. Either I like Solo. I like. I mean, I've liked. Um, Rogue was One was amazing. Rogue oh. One. Oh my gosh! All the feels, right? Yeah. Like all of these movies that they Ooh. they've continued to just expand this universe. I have enjoyed. Are they perfect? No. And, and this is one of my problems with the Star Wars fandom and the second one we're going to talk about in a minute. Mm -hmm. They're not going to be fucking perfect. No, they're, relax. They're, they're about aliens. They're hey, about, they're no about aliens whatsoever. and kung fu fighting and light swords. Yeah. Fucking relax. And magic. Like, space wizards. Space, space wizards. wizards. They, they are. They, they're space yeah. wizards with, with cool ass lightsabers. And so like... For folks to behave as if there is this stringent like checklist that everything should go off of. And listen, I get it. You know, things are canon. Things aren't canon. Things change. Yeah, don't even get me started on the expanded universe that's not canon anymore and the fans and their, their toxic backlash to that shit. Like which, which, listen, let's talk about that while we're talking about Star Wars because here is the thing. One man invented this universe that we all know and love technically technically and if there has been bumps along the way and how the canon has been molded and shaped 
It's his I fault. Get it. I get it, yeah. but it's also his fault. It's, it's not like, say, one of the other things we'll talk about, Harry Potter, where J.K. Rowling kind of has a, a foot in everything. George Lucas kind of was like, oh, you want to make a novel about about Star Wars? All right, cool. All right, that's canon now. And then when Disney bought the Star Wars rights, they were like, no, none of that is canon anymore. Everything that came out since Return of the Jedi ended is no longer canon. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, and anyone... I am actually okay with that. Any logical person who cares about their space opera, about space wizards and karate teachers, um, they're perfectly fine with it too. Right. But if you're one of those guys who wrote a book or spent the last 30 years between sagas, you know, reading up on the expanded universe... You might be a little testy. Yeah, but you don't own that. So you don't, why right? Are you? Yeah, right. And I think that that's what it all goes back to for me. You don't fucking own it. These characters aren't yours. No, nope. we have gotten the gift from the creators of these universes to let us peek into their world and enjoy it. And for us to act as though once we got to peek through, it's now ours. And fuck you, do it mm. our way is ridiculous if yeah. you want to have that type of ownership make it yourself go make saying, your yeah. own well, goddamn series don't, that don't, we all love don't give him that option because remember after last jedi came out there was a star wars fan petition to remake last jedi no no no. i'm talking about make your own universe not yeah. not take no, not no. borrow what eh, exists and then mold thinks, it the way you want mm-hmm. yeah. no 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 you give me a new fucking universe with new characters i don't want to hear shit about jedi sith no 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 those aren't yours so since you think you know so much you think you're so good go write your own shit yeah. and if nope. you can't do that shut the fuck up no nope. everyone thinks that that because they're the biggest fans they can do it better I mean, if, but then do it. If you could do it better, then you'd be the one writing and directing it. Right. J.J. Abrams is a massive Star Wars fan and has been one since he was a child. Guess what? He writes and directs Star Wars movies now. I mean, but listen, that to me is the equivalent of sports fans who will sit and Monday morning quarterback that shit all day long. Yeah. Or yeah. everybody who <laughs> wants to talk about how terrible LeBron is and this, that, and the third. And your ass can barely get up and down the court twice before you're ready to have a goddamn heart attack. Everybody has something to say, especially when they're not the ones doing it. And there's like, if if our listeners ever get a chance, they can look up... Um, and and somebody can correct me, but I believe it was Jalen Rose was giving um, on one of the like sports shows. He was giving Skip Bayless or or one of the other guys like some shit about the idea that you can see, you get to sit here and rag on all these athletes and rag on what they do, and you have never done what they do. So yeah. it's real easy to have an opinion about something that you're not physically capable of doing. Yeah, it's very much in the same vein of internet movie critics it's not yes. like classic movie critics would give you honest opinions and reasons why they liked or disliked something but now anyone can write a review anyone can can post something anonymously on the internet and they expect people to treat them as if they are the law yeah no. we are not the law when no. we review no we're just giving you our we're opinions. just literally giving you our opinion yeah. like right you now you can take it or leave it or you yeah. can tell us to fuck ourselves right. or go and see the movie and yeah come back form make your, your own, own opinion. opinion right i mean shit right now we feel a little bad that we may have alluded to the fact that the rock may or may not be gay i don't feel yes. bad about that and, <laughs> he, to that and he ran and got married like yep. dude you, you didn't, didn't have to do, do that, that for sir. us all right you you live your best life whatever your best life is yeah but yeah you know don't take it as law no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that of 
of all of the fandoms we'll talk about, like Star Wars is one of the fucking worst. It's one of the worst because it's one of the oldest. Yeah. It's along the same lines as Star Trek. Like Star Trek for a show about inclusivity and human utopia in the future, there are still some toxic fans. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's just insane. And and to me, like one of the saddest things is that like for children, Mm -hmm. for children first being exposed to sci-fi star wars is the perfect gateway because you don't have to go read a bunch of books you can watch some movies some watch some cartoons and instantly fall in love with it Pretty you much. know what i mean and to know that those kids will reach a point in their own fandom where they will encounter these astards who basically are going to try to tell them how they should consume and love star wars it's sad because it's just it's not what it's about. So listen, Star Wars fans, if you're if the, for those of you that are listening, we all we love Star Wars. But if you're one of these shit birds, stop being a shit bird and stop claiming you're a fan because that's not what the fandom is about. I can't, Maria. Yeah, yeah. If, if you have valid criticisms, like you can criticize the Phantom Menace for just being a badly made movie. Yes, that's a valid criticism. It looks weird. It does not hold up well. But if you don't like the Phantom Menace because you know. Princess Amidala is a woman, and you don't like Natalie Portman personally. That's not a valid. It, it's not it a valid not. Uh, criticism. It is not. You're being a sexist. Or, or you don't like the 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 you don't you have a problem with the first th- or excuse me with the prequels <clears throat> because of the idea that they made um, Padme slash Princess Amidala like this very independent, forward thinking. Um, woman and that's not what Anakin needed and blah 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 like if that's your issue go fuck yourself (laughs) just saying also Anakin is a Sith who murders children so (laughs) who knows what he needed yeah (laughs) he needed a therapist is what he needed right not to kill those those younglings that's what he didn't need and he did it any fucking way spoiler alert he didn't need better writing he needed a therapist (laughs) he didn't need a strong independent woman in his life do they have space therapists (laughs) Uh, yeah, it, it <laughs> should him, be. It should it's be, called Yoda. Right? Yoda is it should therapist. be Yoda or anyone that sits on the Jedi Council who are much more knowledgeable. Bonkers than- you are. <laughs> <laughs> Stick with your own thoughts, you must. <laughs> I mean, shit. Actually, if you think about it, um, half of 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 uh, Empire Strikes Back was literally just a fucking therapy session. Yeah. Because for Yoda Luke. <laughs> for Luke, that's, literally, he was in in mud space therapy. Come, you must be. That's it. Fuck boy you are. <laughs> Chill you must dude. <laughs> so That's why Han Solo was so well adjusted. He he had Chewie to talk to the whole time. Right. Chewie was the best. Chewie therapist. is very much like As a, a matter of he's fact, probably a licensed therapist on I the think, Sheik. I think he is. Because he's so good at it. But isn't Chewie a fuck boy? Didn't no. he have a whole well, ass I mean, what? He is he is an absolute dad. Listen, do you think that Goku is a fuck boy? Yes. Yeah, oh, okay. You know that. <laughs> I guess I guess maybe you're right. I'm Vegeta all day. I know, I know. Prince Vegeta, I love you. All right, moving right along. Let's get into our next fandom. Oof. Um, Here we which, go. Oh, Come on, let's do it. Talk about. But we are going to talk about those of us who wish that we had attended Hogwarts. I'm talking about, you know who the fuck I'm talking about, all right? Harry Potter James fans. Bond? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Did James Bond want to go to Hogwarts? He's English. You don't know. Maybe that's why he always lives. He'd be a much better spy if he'd gone to Hogwarts. Anyway, um, 
What, he got a time turner? <laughs> I mean, yeah, duh. All right. He's just using a concealment spell to change his face. Got it. Potter fans. Get your shit together. You don't own anything. Enjoy the movies because we keep getting them. She's not making any books. Leave her the fuck alone. Just enjoy your shit. Manira has strong opinions about yes. Harry Potter, y'all. Yes, I do. Listen. I'm just going to sit back and eat my trail mix. <laughs> <laughs> I... I listen to a couple of podcasts um, that are Harry Potter specific. Um, I'm not going to name them simply because they're problematic for me. Um, and so I listen to them because I always like getting a different point of view. But sometimes I literally want to just like call in, message in and tell them how fucking ridiculous they're being. Because here's the problem with Potter fans. And I am a Potter fan. Um, I am so much of a Potter fan. Like I'm literally about to get a Harry Potter sleeve done on my arm. Like I am Potter for life. But the problem is. PFL. PFL <laughs> motherfuckers. Um, the problem is that fans have read these books. Fans like me have reread these books multiple times. We've dissected every word of every page of every one of the seven original books. And we feel this intimate connection with the written work. And then we've watched the movies and some of us have loved the movies. Some of us have hated the movies. We've seen what she's done with the extended universe she's created on Pottering, uh, Pottermore, now Wizarding World, um, and with the Fantastic Beast series. And then... On, on top of the fact, well, besides the fact that she did the one thing that I appreciated that I wish George Lucas would have done, which is she, nothing is canon if it doesn't come from her, which is, I think, how it should be when someone has created a universe. Yeah, I, I was going to say, right now, you sound like a Star Wars fan. No, 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 seriously. Like, nothing, I, I felt like nothing, if, if it came from her, then it's canon, and that's how it should be. But all that said, we have, as a fan base, collectively ripped this woman apart as if she is not a human so let's just start there like she's not a god she's not an actual fucking witch or wizard all right she is a writer with an imagination that created something that has affected um positively for a lot of us our lives it speaks to us on so many different levels she is not perfect either because she's she's not a little problematic Right, she is not perfect. So let's just start there. Then let's go to the idea that when she published these books, she was publishing these books 20 years ago. We, when, when we talk about diversity and inclusion, we were in a much different place 20 years ago than we are today. So for her to to have some things in the book that may have seemed inclusionary and then to come back later and say, well, this is what my intent was. Mm -hmm. And then for fans to lose her shit, their shit about her retconning is fucking ridiculous to me. Like stop and think about where she was at that time. This woman was fucking poor, just trying to get her goddamn book published so she could feed her fucking kids. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention putting out a children's book with a character that later was confirmed as being gay. Um, y- your publisher is going to push back on that, right? Yeah. Right. You would. She was never going to have Dumbledore having an actual affair in one of the fucking books. Yeah. Not if she wanted to make any money. Nope. No. 
She was never once, and, once you get the first few out, then maybe you can drop that bomb because you already have an established family. Right, right. Right. And for folks to be really upset about the idea of her coming back later and saying that Hermione Granger was always black in her mind, and then literally going to specific lines in the book that should have given you that hint, like it gave guys, you that hint if you were black. Right. I knew Hermione right, was black. Right. We knew she was black, but here's the reality. When Warner Brothers stepped in back in what? the mid 90s to, to the, do the first yeah, book so the first I mean, movie, to the do first the movie first came movie? out in 2001 it came out in 2001 they started working on it i think in 98 it would have been like 98 99 98 99 there was no way in hell warner brothers was going to have this little girl be the who, smartest witch of her right, class but be, be the smartest witch of her class and not be white are you fucking kidding me so i don't know in what world some potter fans live in where they believe that she had so much say in, in that decision. Not to mention, this is a book that had global reach. It wasn't just a hit in yeah. England. It wasn't just a hit in America. Like, they publish Harry Potter in every language like it's the Bible. Yes. Yes. As, as well they should. But th- I digress. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, y'all. I, I, I mean it. I'm about Potter. So, like, for fans to take these PFL? attitudes. <laughs> yeah. Duh. For fans to take these attitudes yeah. with her is an issue for me. Now, that said, we have a right to be upset with her with some of her stands on transgender mm-hmm. um, individuals because that's fucking ridiculous and I need you to step your game up. But I'm not going to like completely act like she's just this monster because she you know, has the views that she has. Because a lot of you damn fans have some ignorant ass views. So you guys hold her to one account, but you're the same ones that were pissed off when Cursed Child came out and Hermione Granger was black and her and Ron's little love baby is a little brown girl. Like, you can't have it one way when it's convenient and want to be social justice warriors in one in one sense, but you're not social justice warriors in the other. Get the fuck out of here with that. So that's what's one with Harry Potter fans. Yeah, say that, just the term alone. The term social justice warrior upsets me because it is a term that should be about good things like someone wants to stand up for the rights of someone else but it's become this twisted term like when when someone calls someone a snowflake yeah like it's i don't know it annoys me when i see people use the term social justice warrior sjw and they use it negatively yeah like how dare you care about someone else right that doesn't look like you yeah how dare you yeah it's it's ridiculous and potter fans are so fucking guilty of this yeah it's just it's disgusting and listen I will admit, I, I said that I would talk about my my moment with toxic, toxic fandom, and it occurred uh, circa, that would have been 2013. Oh, okay. And it was the very first time. I was that, say that would have been right around when the Deathly Hollows movies came out. Yeah. So, no, not 2013. 20, wait, we're in 2019 now. What yep. movie was it? No, it, it had nothing to do with the movies. Oh. Um, it was the first time that I went to Universal Studios. Oh, I didn't go with you. Oh, that would have no. been later. That was for y'all. That was like 2015. I feel like it was before when my was the first time that you guys went? graduated. So that would have been 2014. Okay. Yeah. So okay. anyway, anyway. Co- several, yeah, Potato, tomato, right. whatever. But I remember walking through 
and well, the first time I walked into Diagon Alley, completely losing my shit, bawling, just bawling uncontrollably because it was just the most beautiful, magical thing I've ever seen. Manira, you know the experience. Oh, you yeah. had you it. mean crying, not throwing money around like a baller. No, no, you do I that. ball out of control. Right, you ball out of control. Yeah. I meant bawling as in tears. Oh. I, I'm trying to get on All your level. All right, Scrooge McDuck, calm down. And he hasn't even had pistachios yet. Mm-hmm. Jesus. I just love my money pile, my, <laughs> my pool of coins. But as we were walking it's around. It's painful, but it's, it's cathartic. <laughs> As we were walking around and I was seeing all these little kids in there, I very much felt some kind of way when I saw like four-year-olds in robes, right? Mm -hmm. Like their parents had gone in here and they dropped the 80 bucks on on a house robe because- that little fucker hasn't taken a test. He hasn't read a book. They don't know what fucking house they belong in. And also, also, parents, if you've got four kids, all of you motherfuckers aren't Gryffindor. Let's just <laughs> let's just start there. That is impossible, right? I mean, maybe you are, because Gryffindor is basic. Just saying. <sighs> it are, didn't happen in the cursed child, so, so no. No. Right. But, <laughs> like, but, but you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but... But, you know, for a lot of, and I had to check myself because I was, like, legit, like, angry, right? As a fan who spent all this time reading these books and getting to know these characters, that here was little Emily, you know, who could barely fucking walk. As a matter of fact, she was in the stroller half the time in some goddamn robes. Because I know that this kid probably hasn't seen all of the movies. If they did, they didn't understand the movies. And like I said, they damn sure haven't read the books and they don't fucking know what house they belong in. It irritated me to my soul. As it kind of still does, I feel. Yeah, I it saying, does. You, you clearly had some toxic ownership. <laughs> I did. I did. And that's my point. That while it, the idea of it still irritates me to, my, to this day, I had to check myself. Because who the fuck am I to tell somebody how they should introduce their child into something that they love? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Who am I to dictate whether or not that kid really understands what the story is about? You know what? That baby is in here loving the magic of it all and taking their little wand and thinking that they're doing magic and living. I don't like that you said thinking. Well, I mean, uh, it's it's technology, but <laughs> you know, you had to, to it. check yourself before you riggedy wrecked yourself. I did. Listen, I, I did, did some magic down there. I don't know what you did. <laughs> <laughs> and and it was it was a very hard pill for me to swallow because I never considered myself someone who was ever toxic about my fandom. But when I, I was looking at these children, and you know, maybe it's partially because I don't like kids anymore. I don't know. But when I was experiencing this. Like this I knew, four. yeah, five, five, five. Yeah. I feel like you're okay. I feel like maybe don't direct it at the kid. Maybe direct it at the parent. Oh no, I was directing it at all of them. Like I was directing it at the kid because, well, I don't feel like I worked hard to be here, and this shit ain't cheap. And I'm kind of jealous that you're just here and you didn't have to work hard for it. Well, the parent well, dragged them along. The right. The kid but didn't get up early and get on the bus. I know. And was like, what's that park I ticket? Never. 130 a day? Okay, okay. hang on. Let right. me reach in my teddy bear piggy bank. <laughs> I've got this. No, uh, exactly. You know what? Exactly. I should have budgeted for snacks and parking. Uh, Where am I going to do my stroller? Right. Yeah. Right. No, like, listen, I never said it was rational, right? But this was a feeling and it came from. I think for me, all of those years of loving this thing and Mm. having it all live in my head and even seeing the movies and thinking the movies did a decent job, but 
<clears throat> I it never gave me the feel of the real, real thing. And yeah. then finally experiencing it, like it was almost like, yeah, Universal Studios, you fucking owe this to me because I've I've given you, I've given of myself for this fandom, and that four year old has it right. But that's still very, very shitty. And I had to check myself in that regard. And so now when I look at other Harry Potter fans and I listen to podcasts and I read the comments online, I'm like, fucking check yourselves, y'all. Like, it's it's, it's just make-believe. Yeah. And we all love it. I mean, my my robes are hanging in the closet. I can't wait to pull them out in a couple months. She stole Emily's uh, robes, by the way. Nah, Spoiler I don't want, alert. I don't want no bitch-ass like Gryffindor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want no bitch-ass Gryffindor robes. Hufflepuff all day. It's Slytherin, do or die. I was going to say, and that's one thing. You can judge and be toxic amongst houses because yes. they're not fucking real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can say my house is better than yours. You know why? Because they don't fucking exist. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. And the thing is, is like people get so angry mm-hmm. if I'm like, yeah, I'm a Hufflepuff and I love my house. Well, you shouldn't love your house. Yeah, fuck you. Who are you to tell me well, what I got? Your house it's, is the it's worst. Yeah. Huff, so. <laughs> If but you were Slytherin, then Slytherin you wouldn't have this problem. JK has said more than once her yeah, but favorite we don't to her, house. You know that. Yeah. Oh, right, because she's problematic. Uh-huh. We don't believe well, anything that she says. Whatever. Whatever. Um, you know, so to me, I, it's just one of those things that, you know, I could recognize my toxicity in the fandom and I had to check myself. Mm-hmm. But I still feel like on so many levels and in so many different ways, folks are not checking their fandom and they're fucking assholes and they shouldn't be. Well. Yeah, you know. well. I mean, it, it's just, it's so ridiculous. And the thing about it is, is like if you, if you ever want to go down the rabbit hole of like Potter Don't. toxicity, Don't. like <laughs> so many of the arguments that are made are just so ridiculous. Literally go on any movie or news site or Potter site and just when people tell you don't read the comments it's not because they're being funny or cheeky it's because that shit is toxic yeah the internet has brought out the worst in people and unfortunately the internet is also like our biggest learning tool yeah well you can be ridiculous and you can be as nasty and toxic as you want and there's no consequence to it yeah it's that that uh, anonymity and an audience combination that makes people shittier than they are in real life because half or the things someone are says they on, shittier? Well, no, are no. they shittier? Are they that they, shitty in real life? But now they can be that way? Because, they can be that way yeah. online because there's no consequence. Right. If, if I were to call somebody something bad into their face, I might get punched in the face. Right. Because I'm going to tell you internet. right now, if you come in my face talking that Hufflepuff shit and you ain't my family, you get punched <laughs> in the face. We say it all the time. Yeah, yeah. but your family. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. You shitty Slytherin. <laughs> I deal with two shitty Slytherins every week on this we podcast. Are the best. We you are guys the best. have we no idea how we difficult this is. <laughs> with a Gryffindor sitting in the background just <laughs> judging me. I hate all of them. Um, but all jokes aside, like yeah. if you're not someone that we joke and have this conversation with, you can miss me with that. And if you think that Hufflepuffs are soft, you've met the right one here. Because if you come in my face not knowing me, talking some shit about Hufflepuff in my face, I will show you how much we are down to bang. Just saying. But these people, they don't get that, right? Yeah. Like they, they can just, I'm going to be online and I'm going to say whatever. And there's no no repercussions. Exactly. Until I, I show up at your doorstep. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. It's the same thing you get with like any type of online, like Xbox Live or PS4. Oh show my God, yes. You will find the most toxic racist people on there. And it's because of the same thing. It's anonymity and an audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is why a lot of games nowadays don't 
like they don't put you in a pool of everyone's voice. You can hear your team or you can choose to hear other people because if not, you're going to hear someone call you the N-word within the first five minutes. Every time. And it like don't be better or don't be worse than them. Either way, you're the worst for some reason and and there you go. So let's talk about another fandom because I think that, Emanir, unless you had something else to add, I think we can just wrap up Harry Potter with get your shit together, all right? None of your houses encourage you to be a dirtbag. No. Not even Slytherin. So get over it. Wow. We, don't, we don't encourage we, no, it, but we don't, we don't, we don't discourage, discourage it. it either. <laughs> if it's best, if it's good for the house. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear gosh. So here's <laughs> one that I was kind of shocked to learn about um, when I first watched the show and then I, it made perfect sense which is Rick and Morty. I was never surprised. Wubba lubba dub dub. <sighs> My God. This is a big one because Rick and Morty is probably one of the most popular shows on TV right now. Um, even when it started, it was kind of, it, it was lesser known, but like it got fandom very fast. Oh, yeah. Mostly because it, it is uh, co-written by Justin Roiland and uh, Dan Harmon, who's famous for writing um, Community mm-hmm. and several other really, really good shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it kind of got fandom really fast, and people love it. They they love the the grumpy grandfather. It was the original pilot was based on like a a really shitty version of um, Marty and Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Only Doc Brown was a weird egocentric uh, nihilist who was a drunk, right? And Marty was that's that's even why Morty is called Morty instead of Marty. Um, that and, makes so much sense. Yeah. yeah, and Morty was just his idiot grandson or in the in the doc brown case his idiot neighbor yeah that makes so much sense yeah and it's an amazing show like it's very well written i love rick and morty yeah but but big old but sir mix a lot (laughs) (sighs) i i want to i mean and erica you can correct me if i'm wrong like i feel like i saw this meme somewhere or maybe just somebody said it in conversation one day and i like couldn't agree more one of the most interesting things to me about this this fandom's toxicity is that everybody seems to think that they identify with Rick Sanchez with, with, with yeah, it's Rick Sanchez. Rick Sanchez, yeah. Um when they're actually fucking Mortys. So yeah. everybody thinks they're a goddamn genius. They're the smartest person in the room. They get it you're not. The the toxic fandom of Rick and Morty goes even deeper down to like um, the alpha and beta male thing where everyone thinks they're Rick because they're smart and they're they're assertive and, and everyone thinks that anyone that doesn't agree with them, they're idiots, they're a Morty mm-hmm. or they're a Jerry. A Jerry apparently is like the lowest life form yeah. can be because Jerry serves no purpose. Right. Um, it, it's very toxic and it is misogynistic. It is, I don't know where the racism come in, comes in, but I'm pretty sure it's there too. Um, but yeah, it, it's super I mean, toxic think- and it's it's one of those things where people... Everyone wants to be Rick, but most of the people who want to be Rick don't realize that Rick is broken as fuck. Rick right. is yep. mentally unstable. Um, he hates himself. He is self-loathing. Um, and even the main Rick of C-137, which is their universe, he's not like the other Ricks because he realizes that he hates himself. So being around hundreds of other Ricks is his worst nightmare. So they see Rick and they only identify with the good parts the, the, instead the of identifying that, with the whole thing, which yep. is they probably are more like Rick, but they don't want the bad parts. Yeah, the fact that he is a genius who right. can teleport and transfer, uh, go inter, interdimensional and, you know, he's a drunk and he loves his liquor and his drugs. And, you know, he's kind of like a Hunter S. Thompson meets Doc Brown. Mm-hmm. And everyone loves Hunter S. Thompson because he was famously a great writer and a drug addict, but 
also kind of a shit bag. Yeah. Um, same thing with, with Doc Brown. Doc Brown put Marty's life in danger a Constantly. lot. Constantly. Yeah. So Rick and Morty kind of falls in that line where everyone thinks it, like, and there is, even is, is the meme of people who don't like Rick and Morty where they're like, eh, you know, if you don't like Rick and Morty, you're an idiot because you don't get it. You're stupid. That's why you don't like Rick and Morty. Yeah, which is ridiculous because I can completely see a world where you completely get it and it's just not for you. Yeah. And that's okay. I've seen I've seen 25 of them um, because a podcast that I used to listen to, well, I still listen to them um, now, Bald Move, and it's two white guys, but they're pretty woke in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and... They really enjoyed it, but they brought out the mental illness mm-hmm. and the drug addiction and all of the things that most people don't bring out when they when they talk about Rick and Morty. Right. Yeah. And so Well, the funny thing is the the one episode where Rick actually goes to some sort of therapy is mm-hmm. the Pickle Rick episode. Yes. And Pickle Rick is one of the most popular episodes because of everything else except that last scene where he goes to therapy and he like kind of expresses his issues yep. because yeah. he expresses all these issues to the therapist, which is played by Susan's Randon. Um, and then they immediately go, they completely forget about it. They go back to, to getting drunk and you know, he's a human again. He's not a pickle. Yeah. But everyone loves the pickle Rick part because of the action scenes and him being smarter and being a pickle and becoming this rat warrior. And, but yeah, it, they immediately, Cut that episode that off. made him very sad because yeah. he was like, "I thought Rick was getting his shit together," and right. then he immediately he dumps it. And it, it, like yeah. they they also don't go back to the episode where Rick nearly successfully kills himself when he goes through a breakup after yeah. he uh, him and and Unity break up. Yep. No one goes back to that. People, some people will go back to it and and point out that like this is the the breaking point for Rick where you realize that Rick is damaged. Mm-hmm. And the pe- the fans of the show who are just like, "Oh, we just want Rick to tell everybody else that they're dumb and." you know, go to a funny planet and beat up aliens. You and can't have that if you want a well-rounded... But they don't. No, they don't. But, but see, but that's the problem. They that, want to identify with the smart guy. Right. They they want to be... And, and I don't know how much of this is their own trauma and them not, you know, in their own lives, not having a voice, not being maybe that alpha male, not being able to affect change in their own space. They want to go into this world with Rick and Morty where, you know, Rick does ridiculous things, treats people horribly. Um, but he's it, always right. Right. But he's always right. And he always wins in the end because yeah. for them, they probably don't have those wins right. in their lives. It's very much the same with like Sherlock Holmes and Watson. They're yeah. very much a Rick and Morty, you know, Sherlock and Watson house and Wilson, which are based on Sherlock and Watson to begin with. But mm-hmm. like house himself is an asshole who treats mm-hmm. people like shit, but he's always Right. Right. And newsflash, that's but but I, I kind of love House. If you, you like if you like Sherlock Holmes, you'll like House. But it's I, I it's the Sherlock same thing Holmes. where he's an asshole, and after five or six seasons, you're like, why do people who still listen to this guy? He's a fucking asshole. There's got to be somebody smarter than him that they can talk to me like I'm a human. Yeah, but I think that the bigger problem is is that people don't realize that that's not the real fucking world. No, no. it's just not. You can't treat people like that and then expect to continue to win. Right. Right, because even even folks that are like known assholes that won, like Steve Jobs is a great example, right? Yeah. Like Steve Jobs, anything that you've ever heard about him outside of just being the dude in the you know turtleneck that that gave us cool Apple shit, he was a fucking asshole. Oh, yeah. he was terrible. He was a terrible businessman, terrible father. Yeah, um, he was ho- terrible friend. He was, yeah, terrible he was friend. Horrible. And the thing about it is, is that at some point in his career, he realized he was horrible, and he then he started. He had to change his image and he had to cushion so, himself. 
himself with it's some folks. A little folks. too late, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it was. But him, Bill Gates, and even more more recently, and I know I'm going to catch some flack for this. Stan Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stan Lee was a terrible, shitty businessman. Yeah. Um, you see all these tributes to Stan Lee at the end of Marvel movies. Where's your tribute to uh, to the guy who went over to DC? No. Uh, well, well, Jack Kirby too. Yeah. Yes. But uh, Steve Ditko, who also helped co-create Spider-Man. Right. I didn't see any uh, tribute to him at the end of Into the Spider-Verse or any of the Spider-Man movies. Right. Maybe Sony will do it now. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. But yeah, these, these Rick and Morty fans, it, it's ridiculous. And then also let's go to the fact that it's a fucking cartoon. So at the end of the day, when you're acting ridiculous and you're having these arguments. You mean when you're standing on a kitchen counter at McDonald's and screaming, where's my uh, Szechuan <sighs> sauce? Oh my God. They nearly rioted over a sauce from a 1995, from Mulan. The Szechuan sauce that they put out. It was a really good sauce, though. Yeah, but (laughs) the episode about the Szechuan sauce, that's what everyone went back to. Not the fact that Rick lied about his tragic past to an alien to get out and then murdered a bunch of people and destroyed the Citadel of Ricks. No, it's the fucking Szechuan sauce. Right. Or the conundrum of whether or not he really did try to save his grandkids. Yeah. Because there's still that. Like, you could, we could sit here and have a whole debate because that's, that is actually one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. It's a great episode. But Um, again, people go back to the fucking Szechuan sauce. Yeah. Yeah. The Szechuan sauce was like two minutes at the fucking beginning. And here. And it's, it's literally a throwaway line of dialogue that someone in the writer's room was like, yeah, you remember the Szechuan sauce? It's really fucking good. I wish they would have brought it back. Yeah. No, you could have been like, oh, yeah, you remember that, that sauce? they put out when Tarzan came out. You know? Right. It was a complete throwaway. And the fact that even now you could debate as to whether or not at the end of that episode when he's telling Morty that, you know, he's back and he doesn't love him and this, that, and the third. You could have yeah. a whole debate about He planned about it that. all out. He planned no it all out. No matter what, he would have won. Which is debatable, right? Because clearly he could have he could have chosen to actually let his grandkids die or actually save them. Like there's so much more complexity to that episode, but all you'll ever fucking hear about is the, is Szechuan, the fucking sauce. Szechuan sauce. And so to me, that lets me know how much you're a fucking Morty and not a Rick if that's what you focused on from that episode. And yeah. even on top of that, it's ridiculous that people even take that notion of being a Rick versus a Morty because Morty has value as a person and as a character. Yeah. Like to dismiss him, to, to just completely dismiss him as a blubbering idiot. No, they, they do the same thing they do with Sherlock Holmes, where when Watson is gone, Sherlock is mentally unstable, a coke addict. And yep. like he breaks down. He needs someone around him. That's, that's the same thing with House. Mm-hmm. When Watson, when, uh, when Wilson. Watson, Wilson leaves, yeah. yeah, House breaks down. And, and they even address it in the show. He goes into uh, into a, a mental institution at, on one season because of his breakdown, because uh, Wilson leaves and because everyone kind of finally abandons him and t- gets tired of his shit but at that point they don't do that with rick and morty until the very end of um the second season when he turns himself in yep yep but then they completely turn it all around in the beginning of the third season like hey i broke out all right i'm back let's get back to these shenanigans yeah i made no no growth as a character right or or has he and the fans are just too stupid to recognize it. yeah it's the narcissism of rick where he won't admit his faults to anyone right you know but in the inside, he is still broken. Right. Oh, he's broken as hell. He's he's probably one of the most broken characters easily in the last mm, decade or so. 
that I've seen like in any form of like continuous media, not like just in one movie, but like in a series. Like yeah, he no, is even broken. The, the episodes like the the Morty's mind benders where he reveals that he keeps wiping Morty's mind every time something like oh, they're so terrible. Yeah, it, he's a he's manipulative and he has the technology and he's he's abusive. So yeah. That's yeah. the and it goes back to that that ideological uh, the ideology online of you know red pill blue pill and you know alphas and betas and even to the the weirder conservative media the the alphas and the cucks and the snowflakes and <sighs> yeah if you're if you're not a if you're not a Rick you're a snowflake sidebar you guys said something about red pill blue pill did you know that they're doing the matrix I did I'm excited I'm, I, I want to hear more about it I don't know if I'm excited about that one yet I'm cautiously optimistic well they're bringing back Keanu Reeves and uh Carrie Ann Moss. Moss and I'm hoping they still keep they still include um what was rumored was Michael B Jordan I'd like to see him somewhere mm-hmm. in there I'd like to see him in anything um <laughs> sorry that was that was my hot take hey get at your girl Michael B so um i want to i want to just take a couple of minutes and wrap up this uh, you know just kind of talking about specific fandoms with a very broad one and so we're not going to get into a whole lot of detail just get your shit together and that is anime all anime because every single anime has some form of toxicity in their fandom whether it is the toxicity of um racism which i think is really really prevalent especially around cosplay whether it is sexism sexism mm. in in how the characters are portrayed and how they should or should not be portrayed um gatekeeping is huge in the anime community um and is one of those things that pretty much turns people off to getting into anime in the first place uh, because you just you don't want to deal with that fucking energy when you're trying to experience something new. Nope. Um, and just all the way around, I feel like all of these topics that we've talked about within the other three notorious fandoms, all of them apply times four in anime. Mm-hmm. I say you could go so far as to mention the um, the recent the arson attack at that uh, anime yeah. studio in Kyoto that killed 33 people. Um, apparently, it was a very angry, toxic fan. Um, the studio also employed a lot of women, um, and that was an angry fan who burned the studio down, and 33 people died. Yeah. Get your fucking shit together, people. Like, it's it's amazing and wonderful to have things to be able to be a fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we live in a glorious age where we have variety and we can pick from lots of different things and we should take advantage of that. But to sit there and, you know, take our fandom to the point where we're we're killing animators like this is insane. Yeah, absolutely insane. I just (sighs) love things, but. I mean, check yourself. Yeah. All the way around. And also, don't shit on people for loving things differently than you. Don't don't shit on other people because they may be a fan and they show their fandom in a way that isn't the way you show your fandom. Just don't. Like, live and let live. It's not that difficult. Stop being internet gangsters. Stop, you know, going on message boards and just writing a bunch of ridiculousness for no goddamn reason. Just stop. It's so easy. I can't stop. Won't stop. Rock but see, but this kind of takes us Someone into. Someone will listen to me on I the know. internet. 
I can yell and scream and everyone might hate me, but there's going to be two or three guys that are uh, completely agree with me. But see, but here's the here's the 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 last thing that we're going to talk about around this today, because it seems like such an easy thing, but it must not be because we're it's it's a problem that we're trying to address. Right? How do we fix it? Like, how do each of you think? Can we fix it? And if so, how? I know that's a really loaded question, but I mean. If we can call anytime that we see something, if we can call attention to it ourselves, I feel like that would be helpful. I mean, we're going to get flack for it, obviously, but yeah, I mean, you know. share, share what you like with people, you know, try to be judgment free. The, the only way like it's tough when you want someone to like something that you like that is very niche. Like if you're into a book that not a lot of people have read and you express it to someone that they should read this book but you express it in uh, kind of a dickish way like oh if you don't read this book you're a fucking idiot you should read this book because it's the best book that I've ever read fans uh, and to quote uh, one of our listeners uh, Jesse who, who works with Super Art Fight um, she sent me a message about the topic hey Jesse hi Jesse um, she said fandom is only sustainable by getting more fans and you don't get fans by being a shit person facts fact that needs to be a full-on meme that gets put everywhere because that is so true. Or it could be a yep. shirt. Yeah. It could be a shirt. Jesse, what's up? What's up with making that a shirt? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, and I think I think you bring up a good point, Eric, because I think it starts with checking ourselves. So, yep. you know, like Eric and I have shared stories about times that we knew we were being a little toxic in our fandom. And I think that when you don't, when you lack the self-awareness to even realize when you're doing it, then it makes it almost impossible for you to be an agent of change in making sure that or trying to help others not do it. And I think so for me, I think step one, recognize when you're being a shitbird toxic fan and when you recognize it, check your fucking self and go back. Are you going to apologize to Emily? I mean, it was a lot of little Emily's and I mean, there were lots of little kids. (laughs) I just wanted to step on all of them so I can't go apologize. But what I can do is when I go back, yeah, I won't have that attitude and I no. will embrace the little one and see their you know little I mean? faces. Yes. They're so happy. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, it also goes back to like, if you enjoy something, introduce it to someone. If they say that's not for me, then okay. Yeah. Right. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. If, they if someone like doesn't it. like it, if someone expresses interest, like, Oh, that sounds really cool. Can you tell me some more? Don't, don't put it all on them at once. Yeah. Like give them, give them a snippet and see if they're like, it's, I don't know much about fishing, but it's like fishing. Um, you know, <laughs> You gotta you gotta bait them in. I don't know anything about fishing, you guys. <laughs> you gotta bait them in. Yep. Uh, that that sounds that sounds legit. I don't. I also don't know something, a lot about something fishing. Something bait, real something. <laughs> lines. Hook them, bring them in slowly. Yep. Yeah. Something I'm with you. tempura batter, delicious fish. <laughs> I think now we're cooking with it. I'm hungry. <laughs> I think the last thing though that um, that I would add to that is also um, fire needs oxygen, right? And so if it doesn't have oxygen, it dies out. Thanks, Bill Nye. Yeah, I know. I was watching some science shit this week, and I was like, you're right. Science, I mean, fire does need oxygen. Just saying. <laughs> but um, the, the fact of the matter is, is when we see others in these groups, um, on these posts, being toxic as fuck, when you engage them, that just gives them a platform to keep going and make yeah. it worse. Also, fun fact, it is not just uh, angry, straight, white males. Toxic uh, fandom exists across all mediums and all people. Yes. There are toxic straight, toxic gay, toxic trans, toxic black, white, Latino, 
it exists. And if you think it's just angry white guys, then you are probably a, uh, a, a toxic person who is also spreading these messages. It's a toxic person. You have to check yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Before you riggedy wreck yourself. You just you just wanted to say that, didn't you? Maybe that last bit. We didn't we didn't give him an opportunity to say biggity bitch today. We so. did not. No. You so guys are the did. ones that are usually saying I I'm just saying you gotta chiggity check yourself. Oh my god. Before you, you riggedy wreck yourself. <laughs> just don't be a shit bird, guys. That's yeah. where it really gets down to. All of us should if we all work hard to not be shit birds, maybe other people will also stop being shit birds. Let's just start there. Yeah. Be be decent to people. Yep. Be kind. Yeah. Yep. That's if it. you wouldn't want somebody to treat you like that in your normal life about normal things, don't treat them like that when you're telling them to, they should watch Star Wars or Star Trek or you know anything with space wizards. Oh, you mean be like Mr. Rogers said? Yeah. Be kind to everyone. Be yes. kind to everyone. Treat everyone like they're, you know, like they're your friend. Unless they come for your house, then you punch them in the face. But outside of that, be kind. Said the Hufflepuff. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we hope that you've enjoyed our take on... Um, toxic fandom we would definitely encourage you you know if you have some thoughts about what you've heard shoot us a message um, leave us a voicemail just get at us because then we'll be able to talk about what you think in Manira's grab bag which we're doing now yay Um, so I think we have a voicemail from um, one of our listeners. Yeah, we have a voicemail and some emails. What do you want to do first? Um, it's whatever. Which one do you guys want to do? Email or voicemail? Um, I think the voicemail is probably the fastest one. So if you want to okay. do it now or at the end. Okay. Um, well, we can do your, your choice. voicemail. Voicemail now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm going to lay the voicemail right on top. So. Okay, so um, our fir- very first voicemail comes from our listener, Ivy Bay. Thank you so much. Um, and this is exciting. It's a Google Voice, I believe. Yeah, um, we got it on the voicemail line that you know we want you guys to use. Yay. And she used it. So, yay. Let's take a listen. Hi, guys. It's Ivy. I just wanted to commend you on the really uh, great job on the podcast. I'm enjoying all of the episodes especially the one about anime and (laughs) uh, where you talked about my favorite Disney princess, Mulan. So (laughs) um, just giving you guys an idea for a future episode. When that comes out next year, I'd love to guess. And um, (laughs) keep doing a great job. (laughs) Bye. We have oh, fans. Thank you. We do have a fans, and they make requests apparently. And I love it. So, so Ivy, we will pencil you in for the yes. Mulan episode as our honored guest. Yay! But, but you have to bring something in return. Is it that baby? Or, or some lumpia? Ooh, okay. Yeah, I had I All had right. food plans there. No, I see it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So Yay. see, if you guys leave voicemails, we will put them on air, yes. and we will actually respond to them. So please. Yep. More voicemails. More voicemails. We like hearing your voice. Okay, so next up, we have Nimbus. Uh, They say, hello, you saucy little pistachios. Get out of here. How adorable. I love Nimbus. Nimbus has arrived. Nimbus loves Nimbus, do you hear? (laughs) Nimbus is living Nimbus's best life, and we're here for it, okay? Continue. (laughs) I know you're all wondering if I asked those questions on purpose last week just to hear the anger and rage emitting off of y'all. 
dot, dot, dot. And you're right. Okay, so Satan. <laughs> Satan has entered the building. Just want to watch the world burn? Clearly, we're not the only little spicy pistachios around no. here. Mm-mm. And they loved every minute of it. Awesome. Um, so I hear you guys are going to talk about toxic fandom this weekend. Excellent. Ooh. And little mice. Like, oh, I'm rubbing my hands together as we speak. Lord Jesus. Okay. Uh, Maria, this is to you. Yes. You said you were getting into Steven Universe. I hope you have fun. Yeah, we've paused on that, but that's... And I feel like they don't actually want you to have fun. I feel like it's a, I hope you have fun. Yeah, I think Nimbus (laughs) might have known that I was going to try to get into it and then be like, meh. So if that's that's what Nimbus thought... I don't Nimbus think, was right. I don't think that's what Nimbus thought. I think that it's in reference to toxic fandom because we didn't talk about it. But Steven Universe is quickly becoming one of one of. Well, here's the thing. This is yeah. this is all I'll say about it. Yeah. Um, because I had heard mm-hmm. that that Steven Universe had a really toxic fandom, and then after watching the show, yeah, I feel like all those people just need to get a fucking life because there is nothing about that show that anyone should be toxic about. Yeah, it's strange, mm-hmm. especially a show that is basically about inclusivity. Inclusivity, yeah. like you guys are fucktards. Get your lives together and stop being shitbirds. Well, if you're inclusive, then how can we all know that we're superior? Oh, right. True. I almost forgot. <laughs> Ugh. Okay, now they have some questions. All right. Have you ever witnessed gaslighting in a fandom? Oof. Oof. Who wants yeah. to answer that question? Um, I mean, I, I think one of the biggest ones that I remember was when Legend of Korra was on the air and fans were just, oof. It, it, you know, coming from the original Avatar series, Legend of Korra taking place like 50 years in the future or something. Um, it was just a lot of people throwing back and forth in in the fandoms like you know you don't like this you should kill yourself you're wrong it it's the same thing with steven universe Mm. um just people telling each other to kill themselves and just gaslighting the shit out of each other yeah it is very toxic so yes to answer your question um have you ever seen people get attacked for constructive constructive criticism over a game or show yes or a movie series consisting of nine films aka star wars (laughs) oh my god yes i mean it it happens all the time potter too yeah yeah like i feel like i have i personally have like gotten into a war of words with several people about the fantastic beast series um and the fact that I don't think it's trash and heaven forbid I'm the worst person on the planet because I don't think it's fucking trash. You and really I'm giving, are. And I'm giving like legitimate reasons why I think that there are definitely areas that can be improved upon, but things about it that are good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, I guess I should go fuck myself because I have an opinion that stop being the worst person on the planet. Yeah. yeah it's not that hard. That actually been thought about. So, you yeah. know, no, I loved both of the fantastic beasts. As soon as like we ended and I mean, I get a lot of flack because as the uh, Dumbledore reveal was given, I looked at my boyfriend was like, oh, my God. And, and then afterwards it was, wow, this can't be right. There's only supposed to be one and Ariana. And what does this mean? And I'm just like, or shut up and just enjoy the I, fucking ride. I mean, maybe there's a twist. But for right now, we got another Dumbledore and I don't care. Right. I obviously know that I don't believe Grindelwald because. Right. Why would I? Right. But let's just but let I her think, tell her story. Listen, I think it happens with shows. Like, yeah. like 
I don't, I tried to watch The Walking Dead and there are a lot of reasons that I didn't like it. And it's, it, you know, it's not any particular character, but when you talk about just how the show is written, how it's progressed, some of the delays and how things have gone through, like I have very constructive reasons for not liking Walking Dead. Don't fucking tell me that, oh, well, you don't know what you're talking about and you should really like it and what the fuck's wrong with you. You're you a should, dumb dumb. It's how a dumpster dare you fire. not enjoy it? Yeah, and yeah. you should just go into it enjoying it and not wanting it to make any sense because yeah don't yeah anyways um also can we discuss first of all we can so don't don't ever ask us anymore right um the lack of brain cells white people continue to display when a person of color points out some racist shit on a show or game her example is the uh, Gerudo in The Legend of Zelda. Yes, yeah, so you were going to take that because um, I... Well, I mean, there, there you can... I, any fandom deal yeah. with that, but specifically, um, I brought up pictures. If you guys aren't familiar with the Gerudo, they are a race of women in The Legend of Zelda games. Okay. And they have uh, very Middle Eastern and Afrocentric looks, mm-hmm. um, but the, you can just look at them and the, the way they're portrayed in the game. They are also mostly female. Mm-hmm. So... There is a, a bit of classism and racism going on behind the scenes. Well, I mean, you can look at even how they're drawn. Yeah, it's, and how yeah. they're drawn. Yeah, they're they're very um, kind of Middle Eastern Amazonian almost. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, but you point that out to you know a bunch of angry white guys, and no, it's not racism. It, you know, they're just hot brown chicks in the desert. Ooh, yeah. There is the, the, the I think the biggest problem here with especially games when you call out characters games or cartoons when you call out that you know a character is drawn a certain way and it's a little racist or prejudicial um the the, the biggest issue that i see is that it's okay white people to acknowledge that something is racist and that doesn't mean you are racist Okay, you can admit that the way a character is drawn in a Pokemon game or the way that a character is drawn. I mean, Mr. Mr. Bobo on Dragon Ball Z. Popo. I mean, Mr. Popo on Dragon Ball Z. There were a lot of white people that didn't understand what the big deal was with this character. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? It's literally a a big ass blackface character. There's a big problem with this. Yeah. Um, And so it's one of those things where like you can acknowledge it and it doesn't. It's not an attack on you. Did you fucking draw it? Did no. you make it? Relax. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're not racist or any less of a fan by saying that something in a fandom that you love is problematic or right. racist. Right. And honestly, you're you're a better person by pointing it out. If you yeah. think something is fucked up, point it out. Tell someone. See something. Say yeah, something. It's not going to change if you don't say See anything it, about it. it. Spot it. <laughs> Sorry. All okay. Right. So that was the end of Nimbus. Awesome. Once again, thank you so much. Um, okay, so our next Corey starting shit off the break. Hey, Corey. Hey, Corey. Corey of the from the podcast, uh, yes. from the Canopy podcast. Yes. Uh, also, those shirts, those those new shirts, Corey are yes. dope. Yes, yes. I They're want a black good. one. Yeah, and we talked about it. So, <laughs> moving on. Um, his uh, subject says, "Sorry, Sony." So get ready, Maria. Um, I feel like they have come to terms. Wait. Ah, never mind. Sorry. I he had um arrows and I was doing other stuff. The petty in me would want Tom Holland to get a new job. Wait, 
Am I doing this? Yeah, I think yeah. You, you read it. Yeah. No, no, no. He, he this is I, what he wants you to talk about. No, no. Uh, no, no, no. He, he meant the, the first question. What happens if Sony and Marvel can't come to an agreement over Spider-Man? Okay. And then the, the and second then part, the petty. The yeah. Okay. Okay. So what do we... What I think we already talked about it, but what do you guys think? Yeah. Uh, I think his response was, the petty in me would want Holland to get a new job in the MCU as a new character. I don't think he can, though. No. He is uh, contractually uh, signed in with Sony, which yeah. sucks. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm reading the whole comment. Don't read ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Go Stay ahead. Stay with the class. All right. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Eric. <laughs> oh, no, no. I, I, thought, I thought you were reading. Uh, yeah, because then he goes, before that, he shows up um, up in Eternals or Doctor Strange to, under an alias, since his identity was revealed in Far From Home, aids those heroes and dies in the process, Leroy Jenkins, Jenkins style. style. I might be okay with that. Like, this is not a terrible idea. Because yeah. fuck you, like, don't, Sony. Don't call him Peter Parker. He, he's PDP. Right, right. Just let him just... <laughs> Come on, Petey. <laughs> just, just randomly showing up at Strange's Dimension. I mean, look, whatever, I would be okay with it. At no, the end of the day, like that, we said, Tom Holland is who we care about in all of this. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, poor Tom Holland. It really sucks because they have such... Where Far From Home left off, they had such a good opportunity to yes. make. Like, a lot of people complain that... Spider-Man movies under the MCU weren't Spider-Man movies because they relied on him being uh, like Tony Stark being mm-hmm. in the first one mm-hmm. and um, Happy Hogan relating back yeah. to Iron yeah. Man where a lot of people don't understand Iron Man is essentially the Uncle Ben of his life. Right. Yeah. Because so, we don't need to see Uncle Ben yeah, get We don't need another uh, another we Uncle don't. Ben. We don't need another Spider-Man origin. Like they had the chance to make the third one a Spider-Man only movie. Right. Which they still can. It just will suck that it doesn't relate to anything else in the MCU. Um, but this needs to be a Spider-Man movie on his own. Spider-Man, like the, they've had home in all the titles. So this could be Spider-Man homeless or Spider-Man, you know, <laughs> Spider-Man without Spider-Man a home. Spider-Man is a hobo. Yeah. Spider-Man without it. a home. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause it's basically, he's going to be on the run now that his identity is out there. Right. And I would have liked to see that in the way they handled it. You know, because you know he he doesn't really know anyone from the Avengers outside of Ka- of uh, right. of uh, Tony Stark, right. who is now dead. I so just I, I just want more movie. Tom Holland. That's it. Yeah. yeah. All right. That I mean, we're me gonna out. get more with um, that movie that he's got with Chris Pratt. In yeah, it. he's still got money with Disney and uh, and yeah. Pixar, and that looked good. I yeah. like little little monsters. Or whatever is it called? Little monsters? What is it called? No, I think isn't it called like Journey or something like that? Maybe. Whatever. Yeah. I need him as Spider Man. Basically, Next. him and, and and Chris Pratt are ogres. Yeah. And there's a whole magical world, and they go on a quest. And they go on a road trip. But it's like it's ogres in a now setting. So yeah. No, no, no. I'm very excited about yeah. that movie, but that doesn't. I know that's, it's, not, that's not. It's not Spider Man. That's, that's, that's not Tom Holland. He will be Spider Man. Yeah. Maybe maybe Disney will just buy Sony. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm waiting hoping. for. Yeah, just pull up that's and say, That's all I'm oh, waiting for. How much you want for Columbia Pictures? Mm-hmm. All right, here. Here's a little extra. Buy yourself something, something pretty. Something cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Clean yourself also, up. Also, say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> yeah. You know, the whole nine. Okay, so thank you, Corey, for that. Um, thank you for your emails, guys. So moving on to uh, Instagram, where we got a DM, guys. Ooh. Somebody slid in our DM. Yeah, and I didn't ask them to. Um, so it says, what up, guys? Just wanted to chime in on this whole toxic fandom episode. Bleh episode but first quit hating on my hero academia maria okay so this must be mad monkey it is yeah okay i buried the lead (laughs) as soon as you as soon as you called me out by name you called me by my government i already know (laughs) so i want to go on record in saying that i have gone past the said episodes that uh he and some others suggested i needed to see Mm -hmm. and I will continue mm-hmm. and I will finish all three seasons. Okay. It's definitely getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, 
my dislike of Deku has not changed okay. and probably will not. He's still a little bitch boy. But them expanding into a lot of the other characters has made it much more enjoyable for me. Okay. So it's I, I promise that if I kept going and I, I my opinion changed, I would say so. Mm-hmm. I have kept going. My opinion has begun to change. I will give a full out um, commentary once I finish the third season. Okay. And I will say um, on our Facebook page, uh, there was a snippet about how toxic the my hero academia fandom has become yeah. oh yeah so. oh well i would love somebody to bring that over here because i'm you know yeah i'm your huckleberry on that one yeah so uh <laughs> shout us out and let us know um so moving on now on to my question how do you guys feel about people calling out calling for a boycott of the live action mulan Ooh, ivy close your ears remake after the lead actress lou Yaf- Yeefy. Yeefy? I believe so. Or Yeefy. Yeefy or Yeefy. I'm sorry. I don't want to mispronounce it. Yeah, we apologize for not knowing the correct pronunciation. Um, She came out publicly supporting the Hong Kong police during the time of unrest going on there. And wait. Oh, should the fans consider. Sorry. Basically, he wants to know how we feel about the young actress supporting the police in time of arrest. Um, and when we don't bring that to the forefront for our American art um, artists, what do you guys think? Where are we going? What are oh, we about saying? her support of the police yes. or well, I both? I mean, you can do you can answer two prong. So, yeah, I, I don't want to get into that whole blue lives matter thing because you're not born blue. Um, but I <laughs> it also is a different, completely different political climate in Correct. Hong Kong yeah. than it is here in the States where. You know, her saying that over there might be, you know, her her whole entire career might be on the line for it. Yeah. Whereas here, yeah, you might get canceled, but you, no one ever stops working. Right. Not not over here. So I, I can't really, I can't, I can't say anything about her motivations for saying it, but I, I, I don't know. It, I can't say anything because I don't actually know. Yeah. And I don't feel right talking about a country that i don't know what's going on well i mean the the situation they're having is they're they're trying to to challenge the hong kong and um it's not singapore it's um taiwan, taiwan yeah okay. where they're 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 challenging over extradition rights and the ability to police taiwanese citizens and it, it's a very messy situation so again none of us are are chinese or no. taiwanese so um i don't know I, I don't have a dog in this fight right but I don't. I don't think that she is. Uh, the freedom of speech in China is completely different than it is here. Right. So, what do you say? I think that um, anytime that celebrities decide to speak up on social issues in 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 the media, there's going to be a backlash. Um, I would love. I know. I believe that we have a couple of listeners um, whose families are of Chinese descent mm-hmm. that w- could provide a little bit more context on the current climate. Um, you know, I have read some things, but you know, um, I don't feel comfortable saying who's right and who is wrong. I mean, human rights should always be right. Right. And at the end of the day, if the police are engaging of acts of police brutality, then clearly that's against human rights, and I'm not okay with that. Um, 
as far as her making comments, like you said, I don't know what the motivation was. And so I don't know if it's a situation where she is being kind of pushed or coerced mm -hmm. to say these things, you know, Chinese. Yeah, that's, that's the other big thing. Like censorship in China is not the same as censorship here. It's very, right. very different. And and the movie studios in China are not like they are here right. where you, you know, you might get blacklisted from a studio, whereas, um, you know, Chinese censorship, you might get blacklisted from a country. Yeah. Right. Um, you could be detained. There's just a whole lot, you know, when you're in a communist state. So that said, I I don't like towing the line. I like having an opinion one way or another. And so I'm going to say that I don't think that she should have, you know, with my very Western perspective, mm. um, I I am very sad that she made those comments. I wish that she wouldn't have because it's clear from all of the footage that the police are being uh, more aggressive than they should be. But I can also check myself and understand my privilege to understand that I am coming from a very Western view and I am imposing my Western view on her Eastern culture. Mm -hmm. And so it may not necessarily be fair. Well, I mean, police brutality is police brutality. No, no, it is. Right. no, 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 no. But that's not the thing. Yeah. Whether or not she should have made the comment yeah, is that, what I'm talking that about. Is on right. Police brutality is shit anywhere, period. Yeah. But I'm talking about whether or not I feel comfortable saying that she is shit for making right. that comment. I'm now putting my Western lens on. You see yeah. what I mean? Um, I will say this, though. For those that feel very strongly about this and feel that they should, in fact, boycott the movie based on her comments, I support them having the right to do that. However, I hope that they're also then boycotting or have boycotted in the past Jackie Chan and other Chinese actors who have spoken out publicly in defense of the Chinese government right. when the Chinese government has done things that hasn't necessarily been in the best interest of their people. Um, because I have never in my 43 years heard of boycott Jackie Chan because he has said some things. However, the, he has been on the record to have said some things over the years that are very pro-Chinese government. Um, so I just think, again, it's a slippery slope. I'm wondering if she was a male actor or, or another mm -hmm. actor, not a young, a very young mm -hmm. Chinese woman would this backlash thing be what it is? So There's I think that also there, that. I think yeah. there are a lot of complexities there that I just don't have enough information to speak it on. It yeah. goes right back to the toxic fans. Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay. So thank you so much, Mad Monkey, for sliding in our DMs and dropping that bomb. Um, I think that's all okay. of the grab bags that we have, which was a lot. I appreciate yeah. it, guys. Yeah, we keep, love it. Keep sending them yeah. in. And you guys know the voicemail works now. Yes. yes. Thank you, Ivy. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we want to thank um, all of you for listening. As always, if you like this episode, please rate us, drop us a review, and subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends and all that good stuff. We got a new review. We did? Yeah, I saw it. Ooh, oh, we have to go I check it check. out. Yeah. All right. Um, follow us on Twitter because we do actually read all the reviews, guys. Yep. Um, follow us on Twitter or Instagram for updates on episode drops or any other news and things that we post throughout the week. Our handle on both is at ConcentratedPod. Um, you can also send us questions and topics you'd like to cover and feedback either through our email, uh, concentratedpodcast at gmail.com, or um, through our voicemail, which the number is, and I know there was a little confusion about that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It is 301-431-4393. We also have a WhatsApp set up on that number. So if you want to just drop us for our international listeners, if it's easier for you to just drop us a WhatsApp, 
um, text message, please feel free to do that. And that is it for this week, guys. Well, there, there's also the Facebook page as well. Oh, right. I almost forgot Facebook. I'm so podcast. sorry. Um, you can leave reviews on there as well, and uh, that helps us out a bit. And if you want to comment uh, on that, we, you know, we're more than happy to respond to your comments. Yep. We've gotten a lot of engagement to the Facebook page recently, and we so. appreciate it. Yeah, we we appreciate really, that. really do. Um, and I think that with that, now that's now it, we're done. Guys. <laughs> so. All right, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Peace. Have a good week. <laughs>